Okay, welcome back to Zoom. So, deja vu from last year after perm. So hopefully everyone's fine and uh, we'll be okay. Amritz Hashem. So today's daf is Psachim daf kuf. We are on daf kuf Amad Aleph. We are up to the uh, the line of the Tanya Mavsikim the Shabbos Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. So just to go back a little bit before we get into today's daf, there's a uh, there was a Mishnah. The Mishnah opened up that right before Shabbos, I'm sorry, right before Yantiv, right before Pesach, a person has to be concerned what you're going to be eating that night. We know that the one time you have a mitzvah to eat, your achilas matzah, your mitzvah daraisa, is that night. So you want to eat it l'tayavon with an appetite. The Rishonim explained that's actually a hider mitzvah. It's a hider mitzvah to eat it the proper way. So therefore, you should not have a meal, samuch lemincha, which we said about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, if you had a perfect 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock day, that would be considered Samach Lamincha. So around 3 o'clock, that's when you shouldn't eat. Very nice, straightforward halacha. Comes along the Gemara. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? This is a new chiddish. This is a new uh, halacha. We know this already. And not just by Erev Pesach. Every single Shabbos, every single Yantif, there's a halacha, Rabbi Huda says, that you cannot eat Samach Lamincha. So the Gemara says two terutzim. Terutz number one was that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi argues. Rabbi Yossi holds you could indeed eat on Arab Shabbos all the way until it gets dark. It's only Rabbi Yehuda shita. So our Mishnah, Avi Psachim, is a chiddush that even Rabbi Yossi agrees that Arab Pesach is different. Arab Pesach, you have matzah that night. Even Rabbi Yossi agrees that one cannot eat samuch lemencha. That was Teretz number one. Teretz number two, we had for a moment, we said that perhaps the whole Mishnah is going in Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. I, Rabbi Yehuda, holds every Friday you have, you have to be concerned for this, for this uh, for halacha. So, so maybe this is a, so Lachar so, is the same thing. So the Gemara said, no, Rabbi Yehuda, by Shabbos held Mincha, which is 3.30 on a Friday afternoon. And Arab Pesach, we tack on an extra half hour. The problem is the Gemara says we had Bryces and the Gemara went back and forth that clearly show that there's no difference in the time. Rabbi Yudah holds the same time applies on a Friday and on Erev Pesach and therefore we're back to square one that L'chaira, the only reason why this Mishnah is a novelty is only according to Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi, I'm sorry, only according to Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah holds on a typical Friday and this is how we paskin a person's allowed to eat the entire day. You could have pretzels and chips, do whatever you want. But on Erev Pesach, Samach, Lemincha, that's when you have to refrain from eating. Okay, that was the opinion of Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi and the way Rav Huna explained the Gemara. That is the reason why we had this Mishnah. So we'll go back a few lines. Ula Rav Huna. So the Gemara says, this is um, five lines down, Kufa Aleph. Ula Rav Huna, who told us the reason why the, a person has to refrain from eating. On Erev Pesach, it, it, why that was a chiddish was going like Rabbi Yaisi. Me micha? Is that uh, is, does that fit? Va'am Rabbi Yemi, Rabbi Yechanan, v'itema am Rabbi Vov, Rabbi Yaisi bar Rabbi Chanina. Halacha k'Rabbi Yehuda b'Erev Pesach. Halacha zek Rabbi Yehuda n'Erev Pesach. Va'alacha k'Rabbi Yaisi b'Erev Shabbos. Now, what do you see from there? Whenever the Brisa says, or the Amiram say the halacha is like, that sounds like there were two opinions, and we're saying we paskin like A over B. 
when you say Halacha Rabbi Yehuda Be'erev HaPesach, that we pass in like Rabbi Yehuda on Erev Pesach, what does that sound like? Someone argues with him. Michlal, the Polig Rabbi Yehuda Be'tarvai, Rabbi Yehuda argues both by Pesach and by Shabbos. So if Rabbi Yehuda argues when it comes to Pesach, so then obviously the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says, Loi, and this is what's going to be the focus of, of today's daf. That's how we're going back. What the when the Brisa said halacha that halacha is a Rabbi Yehuda on Erev Pesach, it doesn't mean there are Yosi totally argues with Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that you have to stop eating Samach Lamencha. That's not the point of of dispute. Mechlal de Pligi the Machlokes is behavsaka. That means let's say they ate beheter. They call the Rav. It's two o'clock Erev Pesach. Can we sit down for a Suda? Halach is, you figured out what to eat. If you're a Sephardi, you could eat your egg matzah, Ashkenazi. Maybe we spoke yesterday, have your fried, your deep fried matzah. Whatever. You're eating something, Erev Pesach. Okay? Rabbi says, could he eat? Well, it's 2 o'clock, it's before Samach HaMincha. No problem. You could eat. So they're eating Beheter, right? and towards the end of the daf, we'll, we'll actually say this explicitly. Once they start Beheter, they could continue eating throughout the afternoon. No one argues on that. The Machlekes is once nighttime comes. Rabbi Huda says, you have to stop. Hafsaka, you got to stop. It's Pesach now, you have to stop eating. Now that's where the Bryce said, Halacha ke Rabbi Yehuda. The Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, that once Pesach comes in, even though you started Beheter, you got, you, you, you washed, you ate your, you started eating before the buzzer, but once Pesach comes in, you got to stop. And Rabbi Yisrael, no, you do not have to stop. Once you start Beheter, you could continue eating until whenever you want. No problem. So the Gemara said, this Mechlal, the, the, so they, they argue, Behav Saka. The Tani will in a Brisa. And we're going to assume the parallel Machlokes by Shabbos applies to Pesach. So the Brisa says like this, this is Tesefta in Brachos. Mavsik in the Shabbos. So you must stop eating on a Friday afternoon. Let's say you're sitting down for a meal. You're having a late Friday afternoon pizza. You're eating in a pizza store. You're sitting and you're schmoozing. And before you know it, Shabbos comes. So the Rabbi Yehuda says, this is the Div Rabbi Yehuda, Mavsik in the Shabbos. You have to stop. What does it mean you have to stop? It means what they used to do back in the day is they remove the table. Today you don't remove the table. We actually leave the table, but that's the point. You bench, it's over. This meal is done. Mavsik in the Shabbos. Div Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda. Aimav Sikin, you don't have to stop. Continue eating, do whatever you want. Aye, what about Kiddush? So the Rishonim point out, you'll make Kiddush after the meal. Don't we need Kiddush B'makam Suda? You did. Kiddush B'makam Suda. It was the place where you ate. You made Kiddush after the meal, by dessert or after benching, depending on how you learn this Gemara. But according to Rabbi Yaisi, you do not have to stop, you do not have to stop your meal at all. And the Gemara concludes with a story to show us this is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi that one does not have to stop his meal Friday afternoon. Just by the way, let's say it was Purim. So we just had Purim on Friday. According to Rabbi Yaisi, in Rabbi Yaisi's house for Purim Suda, they'd be eating their Purim Suda Friday afternoon. And some of the ladies would be saying, hey, it's Soma Shabbos. We don't care. We're in the middle of a meal. When the meal is over, we'll bring out a cup of wine. We'll make Kiddush, right? But at the end of the day, we're not, we're not stopping in the middle. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. And the Gemara brings a story. Now, this is not how we Paskin, obviously. We'll see as the Gemara goes on, that we don't do this exactly, but this is definitely the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. And either Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yaisi, they were sitting and eating Friday afternoon, 
let's assume it was a Purim, or some other reason why they weren't running home for Shabbos, but they were sitting and eating. The Kadash Aleim Hayyim. And it already became Shabbos. Rabbi Shimon Leo tells Rabbi Yossi, Berabi, which means like his, his Rosh Hashiva, Harav, do you think, do you want us to stop eating? Meaning, obviously we're passing like you, Rabbi Yossi, that we don't have to stop, but come on, it's Shabbos, it doesn't, it's not, it's a pasnish, you know, it's Shabbos, let's stop. And v'neichosh, let's be machmir l'divra Yehuda chavirenu. So some Rishonim learned he was actually sitting right there. So maybe we should be machmir for Rabbi Yehuda, who says you have to stop your meal Friday afternoon when Shabbos is coming in. So Amar lawyer Rabbi Yossi responds, he says, I don't understand. Every single day in the base medrash, you always are You you uh, love my words. You pass him like me over Rabbi Yehuda. And that's a regular day. And now when I'm here, in front of me, when I'm sitting here, you're going to go against my psak. This is your Purim reference. Esther Perik Zion, we just had this Hagam Lichvoish as a Malka Imi Babayas. That's what Achashir Sohaman. And then he put him on the gallows. You're going to attack the Malka Imi Babayas when I'm here. So it's a, it's a similar concept that you're going you're to go against me while I'm here. So now, he ruined it for them because in their mind, they obviously held like Rabbi Yaisi. As far as Psak was concerned, they paskined like Rabbi Yaisi. The Question was, should we be machmir like Rabbi Yehuda? But now he made a whole scene. They told him, once you made a scene and you said we should not do this, now we can't do it. Because if we do it now, it's going to seem that we're not doing it simply to be machmir. Because you don't be, you're not machmir when you're making a whole scene. That doesn't, it doesn't fit. You're trying to have more Yerushimayim and you make a whole machlekes. So if we keep going and we don't go with you, that's going to seem that we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Now that you made a whole fit, and we still don't listen to you, and must we pass like Rabbi Huda? But that's incorrect. We do not pass like Rabbi Huda. So Amar Lord, Rabbi Shimon told, uh, so so Rabbi Shimon told Rabbi Yosi and Cain, now that you are Moiche, I have no choice. Like Nafsik, we're not going to stop for Rabbi Huda because if we do, even after you made your fit, Shema Yira Tamid and the Tamid are going to see that we didn't care what you objected. And it must be we don't pass in like Rabbi Yaisi. V'yikbu halacha l'dayra is going to start saying, we always pass in like Rabbi Yehuda. You know, sometimes you have Rabbanim, Rosh Yeshiva, they're concerned that if they do things publicly, everyone's going to think that this is, uh, that this is the halacha l'dayra. Right? There's all these funny stories with um, Ramesha Feinstein by weddings. He picked up two types of orange juice. One had one hechshir, one had the other hechshir. And people said, oh, it must be his machmir. And I think he said, well, the other one was empty. So that's why I was, uh, that's why I drank the other one. The other one, you know, was empty or whatever. I didn't have a good date, whatever it was. But sometimes people see things and then they assume that's the halacha. So because of that concern, they said, we're not going to be machmir for Rabbi Yehuda. We'll just stick with the strict halacha like Rabbi Yehuda. So they didn't leave that table until they, they uh, made a psak that we passed like Rabbi Yehuda, that you do not have to stop. So Purim afternoon, this past Friday, in Rabbi Yehuda's home, everyone's sitting for a meal. Friday night comes in. Shabbos Ahin, Shabbos Ahar, you don't care. We're sitting, we're eating a meal. I Kiddush Shemakam Suda. We'll do it later at the end of the meal. We'll have in mind to make Kiddush Shemakam Suda. But the Gemara is not yet done. 
Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Ein halacha, the halacha is not like loike Rabbi Yehuda, veloike Rabbi Yaisi. The halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda who says you have to stop, take away the table, or leave the table, bench, and start a new meal. Veloike Rabbi Yaisi, it's not like Rabbi Yaisi who holds, continue eating, you'll make Kiddush afterwards. Elo, the halacha is, pires mapa, umekadesh. You cover the food, and the Rishonim explained it means the bread. You cover the bread, and then you make Kiddush, and then you continue eating your Suda. So the Rishonim are bothered by how could Shmuel argue on two Tanoim? He can't argue on Tanoim. So there's a Machlekes Rishonim. What, what is Shmuel doing here? Either he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that a person has to really stop, but he holds, you don't have to actually remove the table. It doesn't have to be an extreme you know, stop. It could be a pause. What's it called? A snachta for those that do the the, the trap. It's a pause. It's not a, a, a you know a, de- a, a a stop. It's a pause. So you cover the bread. That's enough. Or he holds a grabiyasi that really you don't have to stop, but you want to make kiddush. You can't really eat before kiddush. There are other considerations here, and that's why you cover the challah or makadesh. You make kiddush and you continue eating. So, what does this mean? Paris map or makadesh? What you're doing is, you're covering the bread, you're middle of your meal. This is what my, my brother told me, this in yeshiva on Friday. Many yeshivas did this. Because Purim, if you start drinking at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then you got to stop at 3 o'clock to get ready for Shabbos, it, there goes the whole Purim. So what you do is, you get ready for Shabbos, and then at 3.30, 4 o'clock, you get into the Purim mode, you're already dressed for Shabbos, you showered, you think another shower doesn't help you, but you're all ready for Shabbos, then you start drinking, eating your Suda, and you're good, and you continue throughout Shabbos, you have a Geshmaka Purim Suda, and a Geshmaka Shabbos. So many yeshivas did this, Pyrus Mapa Umekadesh. So what do you do? On one hand, you're in the middle of eating your meal, we really pass in the Garbiyo, so you don't have to stop my meal, but I have to make Kiddush. I have to make Kiddush because... There's a mitzvah to make Kiddush right away when Shabbos comes in. Additionally, we're going to learn in the next few dafim, you're not allowed to eat prior to Kiddush. You can't, you know, take a sandwich to shul and eat in the middle of davening Friday night. You have to make Kiddush. So you have to stop. So you make Kiddush in the middle of when Shabbos comes in. So what they did was they lit Shabbos candles, you know, a half hour before Shabbos. They clapped on the table. Maybe they sang a song, Mizmer Shilly on Shabbos. And then they made Kiddush. Now, by the way, what brachas do you make? So if you already made a bari and you're drinking wine, it's a Purim, so you don't make a new bari and you skip it. You already made a bari and What about Hamaitzi? It's Machlekes in the Paiskim. Halacha is, we Paskin, since Suffolk Brachas Lahakal, if you already washed, you would have two chalas for Lechem Mishnah, by your Pyrus Mapa, you're covering with the tablecloth, but you would not make a new Hamaitzi. So that's what they did. You, in the middle of the meal, they put the tablecloth on, and they sing Mizmer Shir, you have a cup of wine, you make Kiddush, and then you make, you make uh, uh, you, you cut the challah for Lechem Mishnah, no, no new bracha, you don't have to wash, you already have clean hands, and that's what you do. Okay. So this is how we paskin. If a person's in the middle of a meal, now by the way, it sounds like this whole thing's been the If you're already stuck in the middle of a meal, you would do this. But again, based on the Sudas Mitzvah Purim, and different scenarios, different Rabbanim gave different uh, different eights of what to do. Now, let's continue the Gemara. So, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel that we do this Paris Mapa business. Paris means to cover, Mapa means a tablecloth. You do that, that's how you navigate the situation. So the Gemara says, really? This is what Shmuel holds? Aini, is this true? Shmuel. He says like this, Kishem Shemaf Sikin, the same way we stop a meal, which we assume at this point means you bench, 
you, you remove the table, and that's what they did back in the day, or you leave the table, you stop the meal, like Kiddush, when it comes to Kiddush Friday night, you do this for Havdalah as well, so they must have been, you know, Yakish uh, people that, right, you know, middle of Shalash should this, it's already time for Marav, that's it, you can't continue your meal. Now, we don't pass on this, you could, you could, Continue your 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 shalashidas for hours after after Shabbos, but in Shmuel's opinion, kishem shemafsikin lekiddish kach mafsikin lahavdala. Now we're not going to focus on havdala at this point. We'll get back to it later in the parak. But what we do see is there is a din of mafsik stopping the meal for kiddish. My mafsikin. What does mafsikin mean? Doesn't it mean loud like here is a shochan? You have to remove the table, stop the meal. So how could Shmuel say? All you simply have to do is bring a Shabbos a challah cover, cover your challahs. What do you mean? He says you're mafsik loud like here a shochan. So the Gemara says, no, that's not what he means when he says being mafsik they have to bench. What he meant to say is la mapa. You pause a snachta. You pause for. The tablecloth, I'm sorry, for the yeah, tablecloth or the uh, challah cover, but you don't have to start, uh, you don't have to bench. It's a simple pause in the middle, and there's no kasha on what he said. Okay, let's continue. One more, one more Gemara before we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll go, go, go into some of the details of this Paris Mapa. Rabba Baravhuna Ikrala Beirish Galusa. Rabba Baravhuna was once Arab Shabbos, one Friday afternoon. He's by the Reish Galusa. And we saw throughout Masafta Shabbos and Masafta Erevin that in the Reish Galusa's house, he was like, and she was the governor, the Jewish appointed governor. So the people in Bava, they appointed, you know, the Jews to have their own, you know, mayor, so to say, to take care of business. They were always throwing parties. There was all types of food there. There was always a, a lot of other things going on there. So they were once by the Beirish Galusa on Friday afternoon. They brought bread on the table. Paras, he covered the bread with a mapa, with a tablecloth, or a challah cover, the kiddish, and then he made kiddish. Interesting halacha, that first you, you would cover the challah prior to making Kiddush. We didn't get into the details yet, but that's the Gemara. Tani namahachi, v'shavin, they agree, or there's no v'shavin, she'im evin es shochan that back in the day, they would not bring the shochan, which means they used to sit on couches. We're going to talk about haseba. Imagine your recliner. That's how everybody sat, like a melech. And... When it was time to eat, they would wheel in these tables. Sounds like a good idea. Wheel in these tables laden with food. That was how the meal was served. But you sat on your couch like a melech. So they would not bring the shulchan. They wouldn't wheel in the food from the kitchen. Elim came kiddush. Unless you you made kiddush first. Once you made kiddush on your wine, then they would bring in the table, roll in the table. What if Imhevi? It's already there. The bread is there on the table already. They already brought the table. Pyrus Mapa, you cover the, the bread, the challah, umakadesh, and you make kiddish. Why is that? So the Rishonim explained that you want to show that the meal is coming for Yakara de Shabbos. That I'm, I'm eating this meal, my lechem is coming for Shabbos. So the best way to do it is first make kiddish and then wheel the table in. And then you've shown that this whole Suda is only coming once I was already Mekadesh HaShabbos. What if the table's all set? So you have no choice. You're not going to wheel it out. So what you do is you cover the challah, and that's how you show that I'm uncovering the challah after I've made Kiddush. 
Now, the truth is, this seems to be the primary reason in the Gemara why we have a minog, the practice is to cover your challah. So many people know the Torah, the Torah, which is not even, Titus doesn't even mention it, the Torah mentions much later, in the, in the 1400s, he mentions the reason why we cover the challah Friday night, and all your kids know, that there's, uh, you're, you're making the bracha on the wine, and if you, Misat this bracha, the sixth parak, we know that the order of brachas goes in the psukim by the shivas haminim, and, and the yain is much later, Chita, Cyrus earlier, so you should be making the bracha on Chala prior to Yayin, and therefore you don't want to embarrass Chala, so you cover it, right? That's the famous joke, the Shalom Bayesh joke, this, uh, this fellow, he's about to make Kiddush, and he sees that the Chala is not, is not covered, so he tells her, he screams at his wife, how come you keep forgetting to cover the Chala? So she tells him, Didn't, don't you know the reason that the reason why we cover the challah is not to embarrass the challah for the grape juice and you're busy screaming at me. So that's the beginning of the story. The end of the story is he tells her, that's not the reason. The Torah says that. There's two other reasons why you cover the challah. So what are the two other reasons? So one of them we have right now is that you're covering the challah because it's to show that the meal of the Suda is coming. You covered the Shabbos. Once I was Mekadosh, Shabbos I bring in the Suda. Toysvis over here, he says another reason is that you want it to be Zecher Laman. This is the, the first medium-sized line. In Taisus, V'yish mefarish zecher leman. The man didn't fall out on Shabbos and Yantif. That's the time to remember it. What does that mean? When you don't have it, that's when you appreciate it. So we're appreciating the man on Shabbos. Zecher leman was covered on top and covered on the bottom. Based on this, the Pais can say that it's not simple. It's not enough to just cover the challah. You have to have the challah board underneath it or something underneath it because you want the tal milmala and milmata. And the mun was in between. So that's the second reason why you cover the challah. And the third reason, as the Torah says, is the embarrassment for the, for, 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 that you're making the bracha on the yayin instead of on the challah. So you have many practical differences between these reasons. The most basic difference. What would be if you don't even have the chal on the table? Oh, so if you only have the first reason or the tour, you don't need the chal on the table. Let's say you like piping hot chal, not a little bit cooler, right? So you want it in the oven or warming drawer up until you're ready to cut it. So the chayra, according to the Gemara, the Gemara seems like it's actually better not to even have the chal on the table. Don't bring the chal on the table. Make Kiddush and bring the Chal later. And all those places say, indeed, a person could do that if that's what's necessary. Although the common minog is not to do. The common minog is to you want the challah on the table, covered, Zecher Laman. But you're right, Reb Stewart, that that would definitely be one nafkamina. Another nafkamina is, how long do you have to keep the cover on? Some people make Kiddush, and they're about to sit down, they're getting ready, everybody else is washing, so they need something to do. So they start uncovering the challah, taking off the foil, all those things. Do you still need the cover on it when you make the bracha? So if it's there, it was covered, so when I make kiddush, I don't embarrass the challah, or it's there to show that this came after I was Mekadosh HaShabbos, so I already made kiddush, it's over. What do I need the challah cover on it? But if it's Zeich the Aruch HaShulchan says, you want it to be Zeich as, as long as possible, as long, up until the bracha of Hamaitzi, some old, even during the bracha of Hamaitzi, so there are those people that try to be yoy to all the shittas. Again, you don't have to be yoy to all the shittas here. It's just a minog, it's just a custom. But if, if a person could, it's definitely preferable to keep the challah covered throughout the entire, throughout the entire bracha. So that well, is it. According, yeah. according to the Tanya Nami Yuhafi, they said it, it is okay to bring it, the shulchan after the kiddush. Right, right. 
So, 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 there's no need for So, good point. There's, there's, there's only one thing I have, I have one concern. The concern is like this back in the day, the shochan was all set and it was in the kitchen. So, you wheeled it out when Shabbos would come in. So, we know there's a Gemara and Shabbos of Kufya test. The Gemara Shabbos says, I, I wrote it down, two malachim escort you home, me base haknesses le beisai. So it's a Rai after Davin and Shul, but that's for a different time. So two malachim escort you home. That's the reason, one of the reasons why the, the, the Mekubalim were masaking to sing Shalom Aleichem, Malachi Yashares. So you have two malachim, Echad Taiv Ve'echad Ra, one good malach, one bad malach. When he comes home, the malachim find your candles lit, your table set, your bed and your couches are all neat. It should be the will of Hashem that this should be by you the next week as well. So by the way, I once asked Rebelski, he was asking to me, that there's a question in halacha, let's say you dive in and make an early Shabbos. Does your wife have to also make early Shabbos as well? So Rav Moshe has a chedesh, Rav Moshe says that as long as you're not doing it as a chumrah, because typically women should follow their husband's chumras if it's a... Whatever, you have to figure out when, when, it, when it's appropriate. So if it's a chumrah, he wants to take on Shabbos earlier. So then maybe, maybe we could argue that the wife would have to follow suit. But if he's doing it for convenience, he doesn't want to walk home late at night, he wants to have a longer meal, whatever it is, it's not a, it's not a real chumrah, so a wife is not, she's not meshubid to when her husband accepts Shabbos. And that's how Rav Moshe Paskins. So I asked Ravelsky, but at the very least, when a person comes home from shul, the table should be set because you don't want to lose out on the malachim giving you these brachas when they come home, when you're coming home from shul and the table's set, everything's ready. So he would ask him 100% that a person, uh, this is definitely a consideration when figuring out your zmanim, when to come home from shul, when you meet early Shabbos, everything should be set. So, so it could be, this is just my own thoughts, it could be the reason why the minog is to set the table with the challah and cover it is because if you have everything in the table set in the kitchen and all it's missing is being rolled out, so everything's set for Shabbos. But if your challah is in the oven, and I don't know, it could be that there's more of a reason to keep it on the table when, when you're saying Shalom Aleichem, the table's set, you want it warm, so you figure, you figure out exactly the appropriate time. But I, that, that's why I think the minute became like that. But I think Rob Stewart's correct as well that from the Gemara, you do not have to have it on the table. As far as the covering the challah is concerned, it's even better. It's not here. It's definitely you covered the Shabbos. Maybe when you bring it, you'll cover the challah to have Pasha's Haman as well. But uh, that, that's probably why the minig was and is for most people that they have the challah covered on the table when they make Kiddush. Okay. Uh, one, one quick question. Yeah, go for it. Go for uh, it. Uh, Plenty of time. According to, the, according to the opinion, it says that uh, the reason that we, we have the... Challah covered is because really the challah should be the first bracha and the ayin should be the second bracha because of the pasuk. Um, why wouldn't we? If, if that's true, so if it's true that that, that really chita should come first and and it's true that you can be mekadesh shabbos on, on the challah, then why wouldn't you make kiddush challah first? Uh, say, say make kiddush and challah first. Right. Yes, I think Rabbi Kivega has the kasha. Many Achorim ask the kasha on the tour, and they say, well, "What's the tour talking about?" Another kasha is, "I, I can't eat the challah yet because I didn't make kiddush." So why is the challah embarrassed? Well, there's no busha. I can't eat it yet because I didn't make kiddush yet. So very difficult to say that. 
Or you could say it's chaviv, I, I like wine, and therefore it's a very weak answer, even though that ended up being the popular answer, maybe because of the Musar Shabbai, from a halachic perspective, the other two answers, the Parshas Haman, not the Parshas Haman, the Mon, and the, the Yikar de Shabbos, that, the, 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 uh, that when I come home, Shabbos is, I'm sorry, that, that I make Mekadosh Shabbos, and then you bring the food. So that is the primary reason why you cover the challah uh, Friday night and Shabbos day as well. Okay, good. Next, Tani Chada. So we learned in Abraisa Shavin, so going back for a moment, between Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda regarding eating on Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantif, Tani Chada, one Braisa taught Shavin, Shein Maschilan. They agree that you cannot start your meal, Samach Lamincha. Another Bryce said that Shavin, they both agree you could start. So what's going on here? I understand that that Bryce that says Shavin, they agree. I can find you a case where both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, meaning you have two numbers to call on your phone. You have a Shiloh, you call both rabbis. They're both going to tell you, you cannot start your meal now. When would that be? Even Rabbi Yossi agrees. Like... Rav Huna told us, Rabbi Yossi agrees, that's our Mishnah, Avi Psachim, you cannot start your meal, Samach Lamincha. Fine. By Lahad, the Tani, that Brisa, that, that vague Brisa that said that Shavin Shemaschil and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi both agree you could start a meal. Amos, when do they both agree you could start a meal? In name of Arab Shabbos, you're going to tell me Arab Shabbos, Rabbi Yehuda agrees you could start a meal? Hamiflog Pligi, Rabbi Yehuda explicitly argued and he said you cannot start a meal, Samach Lamincha, on Arab Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Laikasha. Kan koydim tisha, kan la'achar tisha. And the Bryce that told us they could be, that they agree you could begin is talking about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's before, it's before 3 o'clock. It's before 9 hours into the day. Even Rabbi Yehuda, who holds, you have to be concerned of your meals Friday afternoon. That's only after 3 o'clock. But before 3 o'clock, he holds you're allowed to start and continue your meal. So, by the way, a very important halacha, or a very important yasai. Many times you'll see that one is not allowed to eat. This came up, you know, uh, Megillah, right? Many women were listening to the second Megillah in shul, either because they were t- taking care of the kids at home or because it wasn't room, social distancing, whatever it was. And let's say they were fasting. Halacha is you're not allowed to eat before the Megillah. So, are they allowed to eat? So, there's a, there, there's, so in, that really is just a, a general halacha that whenever there's a performance of a mitzvah, on the plate, on the agenda, one should not have a suda. An example is Tekiya Shaifer. So there, the Isser is eating a suda. You could eat a little bit, right? You could have your little uh, coffee and cake, Kiddush, uh, Rosh Hashanah morning. But to eat a suda is the problem. So therefore, women, women were allowed to break their fast and eat something prior to Megillah. There's even a question if a Shaimer works, you have your husband remind you or something. That also, that works as well. Now, in most of those uh, halachas, let's say by Lulav or other places, if a person started a meal, beheter, halacha is you're allowed to continue. Yet other places we see, even if you started beheter, you have to stop. Uh, the primary example is in the morning. Let's say a person started his meal. He starts, he has a 4 o'clock, uh, 4 a.m. meal, and he's eating his meal. It's already 7 30, 8 o'clock. He's still eating. Halacha is he has to daven. And you're not allowed to eat before davening. Halach is once Alois HaShachar comes, he has to stop eating. Ah, when it came to Mincha, the Halach is you're not allowed to start a Suda right before Mincha. This is a Shabbos, Parak Beis. A person is not allowed to, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Parak Aleph, the, the, the second part of that Parak. You're not allowed to start a meal prior to davening Mincha, davening Marv, unless you have a Shemer or, you know, a Setzman. And there, we say once you start, you could continue. 
So very important, Yisod Rabbi Kivayger says, and the Mishnah quotes it, that when there's, a, there's, when there's an Isser Achila, there's an Isser to eat, then you have to stop. So one is not allowed to eat before davening. Why can't you eat before davening, before shachris? The Pasuk says, Don't eat before you prayed for your life. So the Isser is the eating, and Kiddush as well. We're going to see that it's a zilzal to Shabbos if, the, if instead of using Kiddush as your first Achila Friday night, you're busy eating cake, you didn't make Kiddush yet, so it's, a, it's an Isser on the Achila itself. Versus all other places, there's no iser to eat before Megillah. What's the iser? The iser is there's a takana de rabbanan that if I eat a suda, I might get uh, you know pulled into it, shami yimashech, and you'll forget. So in that case, it's a very weak iser. It's not a real iser to eat. It just there's a concern. Now once you start with the hetter, we'll let you finish. But that that's the chiluk. So we're gonna see that when it comes to to Friday night, Rabbi Huda is saying, you have to stop. You have to stop because there's an iser to eat going into, Friday, going, into, going into Shabbos because you have to make Kiddush. That's the first thing you have to do. Okay, now once we mention Kiddush, we're going to segue for just a few minutes and get into a little bit about Kiddush Shemakam Suda, but we'll spend the bulk of tomorrow here discussing it. So, Aysim B'nai Adam. There were those people, Shekitshu B'nai There were always those shuls that made Kiddush in, basic, in the basic nesses in shul. Now, it doesn't mean, you know, your kiddish for yard set. It means after davening, you look at the rashbam, the shliach tzibar, or the rabbi, president, whatever, whatever shul you daven in, they would make, turn around and make kiddish after aleinu. And many, many shuls still do that. So, amarav, yidei yayin layatsu. You're not yaitza yayin, which means when this fellow goes home, so this person davened in his young Israel, or his uh, shul that has a minog to do this, many shuls still have it, Yaki's and different, different communities still do it. When he goes home that night and he wants to make Kiddush again for his family, he has to make a new Bari Priyagafen. He was not Yaitza Yayin. Why not? So that's the, the topic for tomorrow. It's called the Hesachadas. He went home. Shino Imakim. We'll talk about that tomorrow. However, Rav holds Yide Kiddush Yatsu. He was Yaitza Kiddush. Let's say he wants to chew gum on the way home. He wants to, I don't know, he wants to have a Lechaim. On his way home, he finds someone drinking outside. He was Yaitzah Kiddush already. He's allowed to eat. He's already Yaitzah Kiddush. Shmuel says, no. He was not yet Yaitzah Kiddush. Why not? Because we're going to see. There was no Suda in Shul. What, the rabbi said Kiddush after the evening? That's not called Kiddush. Now, why do you do it? Hold on. So the Gemara says, one second. Rav holds your Yaitzah Kiddush. But you weren't yaitzah bari peragafen. So when you go home, you have to make a new bari peragafen. When you make kiddush, the rav Why are you making kiddush again? You're already yaitzah. So the gemara says He has to be yaitzah his uh, his banav uvnevesa. So I once heard it was a beautiful vart. I once heard from Rav Shai Shechter. He said there of Hirsch writes on this on this yisoid that it's very easy sometimes in life to make kiddush in the base knesses. We're great people. You, uh, you daven well, you learn well, you give shiram, you do all these things. You make kiddush in the base haknesses in public, but even though you make kiddush in public, you have to go back and make kiddush at home as well. 
You have to be Makadish Yim Shemayim in your house as well. So Rav says he already made Kiddush in Shul, but he has to be Yoytza his Banu of Nevesa. Women are Chayav in Kiddush, right? We said Zachar Vashamar, we had this by, by Misatos Psachim. Earlier we had it in Misatos Shabbos. Women are Chayav in Kiddush as well, because they're Chayav in Shamar as the Shabbos, they're Chayav in Zachar as the Shabbos. So you have to be Yoytza your family. Shmuel, Shmuel holds you not Yoytza Kiddush in Shul. So what are we doing? What are we wasting our time? Why are we making Kiddush and Shul? So he says, The Archim, the guests, the Achnosis Archim room was the Shul. He would go to the Shul and he would eat meals there. So I guess they were embarrassed to make it their own Kiddush. They would make Kiddush for the guests in Shul. We had this in Nochus Mezuzah. We spoke about this, that Part of the reason that there was a pickbook, if shuls are high of mezuzah, was perhaps people would still live there. Today, nobody lives in a shul, so it's putter from mezuzah. They put it up anyways because it looks funny, but that's the halacha. But there were people that lived there, and they would eat there. Since they lived there, they, they ate there, so you were being moitzi their kiddush. And va'azu Shmuel Tamein. Shmuel goes according to his reason, holds you yourself are not yaitza, only the guests are yaitza, Dharmar Shmuel, Ain't Kiddush ela b'makam suda. Kiddush has to be b'makam suda in the place of your suda. So quickly, we passing like Shmuel here that the reason why you're making Kiddush and Shul is to be mighty these uh, these guests, these archim, because we need to have Kiddush b'makam suda. So maybe we'll, we'll just pick one topic to, to discuss for the next six minutes. There's a the halacha is that a person who is uh, that, that if you don't have the Archim there, there's no guest in Shul, L'chaira, you should not be making Kiddush in Shul. And the truth is, the Shulchan Aruch says, let's say you open a new Shul. Opening a, a new Shul, don't start this minog of making Kiddush Friday night. However, he says, if the minog was to do it, in L'shanois, don't change from that minog. And the truth is, they bring a raya from the words of the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't say, you know, we should, the Mar doesn't ask, you shouldn't make Kiddush and Shul. It says, which sounds like, why was the minog to make, to make Kiddush? Meaning, there is some takana de Rabbana to make Kiddush. A lot of the Mikobalim start saying that there's an Indian of making Kiddush right away. They start trying to figure out reasons why we do make Kiddush, even if it wouldn't, even if the reason wouldn't apply. So it seems like we keep this takana, even though the reason may no longer apply, we still make Kiddush and Shul, and if your Shul has that minog, then then the Shulchan Aruch says, keep that minog that you make Kiddush after davening Friday night. Now, what do you do practically? You can't drink it. You're not eating a suda there. There's no archim there. So the halach is you give it to a child. You give it to, I don't know, a seven-year-old, eight-year-old child who knows what he's doing. He knows how to drink. You give him the grape juice, and that's how you are yoytza this. Uh, that, that's how you, know, you, you make Kiddush. And he, your bracha of bari pragafen is not a bracha levatala. So, there's a, a, a separate halacha. What's the issue to drink it himself? Because you, ah, oh, so you weren't Yaitza Kiddush Makam Suda. And if I wasn't Yaitza Kiddush Makam Suda, I wasn't Yaitza Kiddush yet. If I wasn't Yaitza Kiddush yet, I'm not allowed to eat. I'm not allowed to eat before Kiddush. So, this, this comes up on Pesach. Let's say you're making your Hungarian shtibel, you cannot bring any Gebrux to Shul. 
and you want to make a kiddush. A person has yard side on Pesach, he wants to make a kiddush after davening. So what do you do? So during the year you have mezainus, which according to most paiskim, this is what we do every Shabbos in, in, in your local shuls. You, you drink, you know, you make kiddush, and you have your mezainus. You have your crackers, your cake, and you yitz the kiddush makam suda through that. But on Pesach, your potato starch cookies. Our shahakal. There's no mezainas going on there. So how could he be yaitz kiddush makam suda? So the truth is, the rush on this sugya tells tells us that if you drink a revius of yayin, a revius of wine, you're also yaitz kiddush makam suda. That's also considered pemakam suda. And in fact, the mishabura says, let's say you don't have a katan in shul on Friday night. It's a cold winter. Nobody brought their kids to shul, or it's COVID. No kids allowed. You only have adult men in shul. You would still make kiddush in shul, meaning Friday night kiddush, and just drink a revius of yayin. You're yaitza with that. So that's option A. Option number one, and many people that make a kiddush on Pesach will bring extra grape juice to shul, so that those that want to be yaitza with the rush, and Rabbi Kivaker brings it down as well, could drink a revius, three ounces of grape juice. You yaitza kiddush makam suda. Another option is to wash. If you wash and eat matzah, you're also good, but that kind of ruins the whole chill of a kiddush. Everyone has to go wash. It's not going to happen. There's another of found in the Igris Maisha, which is a das yachid, I want to point out. Maisha is the only one that says this. He says it in two different places. And he says that, he says, says a tremendous kiddush. He says that kiddush has two dinim. There's a, there's a kiddush as a matir for you to eat. That I need to, in order to eat, I have to be mekadish ha-shabbos. Once I'm mekadish ha-shabbos, I am allowed to eat. Ah, you need to have Kiddush and Makam Suda. So when you go home and eat your Suda, that Suda needs a Kiddush attached to it. So when you go home, so that means Pesach morning, you made a Kiddush and Shul. So you could eat your, what is, what's it called? Your uh, Haggadah lady fingers or baby fingers, right? It's not politically correct. You eat that and then you go home, you make Kiddush again, the Makam Suda. The problem is, and that's, that's where Moshe Shita, they say that Rabbi David Feinstein said this is one of the truths that Rabbi Moshe was extremely mako based on the people in the Lower East Side didn't have what to eat. They would come to shul to eat and they weren't eating mezainas. Um, if you look, it was one of the longest truths of Rabbi Moshe, which shows you how, how much you know, weight he, was, he, he needed to put into this opinion because it just doesn't fit. And the biggest raya against it is our Gemara. We're, we're trying to figure out Who's going to drink the Kiddush wine in the Beis HaKnesses, right? So we try to figure out a katan, or the Rosh says, drink a revius. I don't understand. According to Rav Moshe Feinstein, if Kiddush has two dinim, there's a matir, and there's also that I could drink, that, that, that I need, every suda needs Kiddush and Makam Suda, let the person drink a little bit. Why does he have to drink a revius? Why are we trying to feed it to a katan? Just once you made Kiddush, you have a heter now to drink. Kiddush is a matir, that when you go home, repeat Kiddush. So many of the Pisces are being a raya, a kenegat of Maisha, and therefore, lahalacha, one should not rely on it. Again, Bashas of Chak, there's always, you can rely on Rav Maisha, but, but lahalacha, a person who's making a Kiddush Pesach morning, either wash, or if Ikebrax, Ikebrax, if you don't want to do that, so then at least have a revius of grape juice beyond the Kiddush, and then you would be yaitza, your Kiddush, Bimakim Suda. Okay, so Mr. Shem tomorrow we'll get into some more details of Kiddush Makam Suda, of changing places, of different things. So Mr. Shem, we will we will see that tomorrow. Have a good night.